0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Anatomy of a Movie. Jason Bourne returns to the big screen, and we're here to talk about it all the way from story, action, writing, cinematography, editing, and all that. So stay tuned on Anatomy of a Movie.
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. (laughs)
0: That's right. We're back in our extreme ways with Marissa Serafini. Welcome.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And we have John Cummerford. Yes. And uh, I'm Phil (laughs) Sweet Tech. Thanks, John. Uh, Sounds good. Welcome. Uh, For those of you joining us for the very first time, welcome. If uh, we include our rundown for you in the description, so that way you can follow along and see all of our various notes. Um, It is very spoiler filled, so we assume that you've seen the movie. Um, But, you know, if you want to be spoiled anyway, both spoil away. That's <laughs> right. Get ready. So be prepared. Be, be warned. Because uh, knowing half the battle, as Jason right. Bourne finds out. Uh, overall impressions of Jason Bourne, the fifth movie in this franchise, the fourth with Matt Damon.
1: Well, I was very excited to see this film. I had high expectations because the first three, you know, with Matt Damon were really well done. And then even, you know, Bourne Legacy without him, and mm-hmm. we had Jeremy Renner, I yeah. thought was a really good standalone film, too. Yeah. So I was really excited to see this did not exceed my expectations. And, I mean, it was good at some parts, and it was very lackadaisical at others. Definitely. But other than that, it was it was all right for me.
2: Well, I'm a big fan of the movies as well. I've seen all four, and I've seen, I, I think the first three I've seen, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I'd say about fifteen times, <laughs> not each, just overall. And I, I liked Legacy as well. I thought that was really good, so I had high expectations too. I really was looking forward to this because I'm a big fan, and it didn't meet mine either. But I liked the film. I didn't love the film. I, of all the Born films, I'm guessing this would be my least favorite. But that doesn't mean I didn't uh, enjoy parts of it. There are others I was just cringing at, at going, "What are we doing here?" But uh, I still, I'm again, it's one of those things where I'm really happy they made it because it was nice to see it come back. And for many of the reasons where I liked the original three, uh, I, I also like this one. And there you go. What did you think?
0: <laughs> I, I enjoyed it overall. Um, and I, I like the fact that they we live in a post-Snowden world mm-hmm. in this and kind of tying it to that. And, uh, you know, uh, for those of you know that know me very well, I love the British TV show The Prisoner. And in yes. some sort of way, mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of... This is an extension of that, like this is the best kind of version that you can have that isn't like what the British version was just so weird uh-huh. and um heady that this is a fun version of that to me um. For those of you who have never seen the Prisoner have no idea what to no, talk about. Yeah, no one yeah. will get the reference, but uh, nonetheless, I, I enjoyed B- it. But worth the watch. B- worth the watch, and, yeah. and uh, you know, yes, you can. You, every one of these movies sort of has the same beats.
2: Yeah, a lot of people call this the born redundancy.
0: Yeah, but you yeah. know what? I, I don't know. Like it, it, it just, um, it, it's just fun in that way that it can mm-hmm. continue to do it. And I, I don't care. It, it's it's done in such an interesting way, and even when. Uh, there's a song we opened up with Extreme Ways hits always at the end oh, like yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a great trope and I don't know <laughs> it just always works at least for me uh, so I'm a fan
2: I'm in. Well, I, I, what I, one of the things I thought was really interesting is w- when Matt Damon did an interview. He was talking about after he did the old I man, he wasn't sure if they'd ever come back because they, they, he figured that character had fulfilled its, in, his internal drive, which is to find out who he is, what he's done, memory, and all that other stuff. And he'd already done that, so wh- what could they possibly bring him back with? Because there was the,
0: But the tagline was the best, yeah. uh, you know. And I don't know when they came up with this, but the whole idea of like just because you remember doesn't mean you know everything, right? And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, "Oh, we're good." <laughs> but you know, I, what
2: was fascinating was the whole idea that his father was involved and that he created or helped create Treadstone, or whatever it was. And, and and then it was like, "Oh my god!" And then you know that his own people killed his dad, either to motivate him to be part of it or to mm-hmm. because his father was really going to spill the beans about the whole thing, or whatever. I thought that was great uh, character stuff but i really wanted to know more i wanted to know uh, you know how you know how that was going to affect born enough and, and i you know they opened that can of worms and i was hoping that they would dive into that a little bit more than they did and i would i would have appreciated it if they had
1: yeah i think it's interesting i they had to get set up to a story that Mm -hmm. felt like wasn't fully complete. And I don't know if that was on purpose in order to maybe make a sequel to this one or, like, another one and continue it. And Jason Bourne, because, you know, you had that ending question. Yeah, they
0: certainly left it open. Are
1: you back? Or, like, Mm -hmm. are you still with us and whatnot? And he was like, you know, let me get back to you and I'll find you.
0: I think the answer is no. Well, he's not coming back But that's also the thing. They
1: left it very open-ended. And that was definitely on purpose. And it, it bothered me because it felt like it wasn't complete,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I wanted more.
2: Yeah, because how many times was born said this ends
0: tonight?
1: Yes, <laughs>
2: and it never ends.
0: Well, every movie says I that.
2: Know, I know, and that's I know. You know. But, uh, I mean, I actually at the end, you know, it was a little bit uh, milk toast in terms of how it ended. I, I do like the fact that uh, she's not getting away with anything. He knows exactly who she is and what she's about. That was great. Uh, and I also like that they left it open that he might come back because I would like to, you know, it's like, you know, why doesn't he put this thing to rest for real? I mean, because yeah. he probably could. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, I kind of like that. That part of it anyway, just that they left it open because yeah, I, mean, I would like to see Bourne and uh, um, uh, Renner's character, Alan. What's his name? I can't Cross. cross.
1: Thank cross.
0: you. Well, I, the, the, Alex, I think they, is they are. It. Is it Alex or Alan?
2: I'm
1: Alex
0: Cross in, is a different character. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, cross. Thank you. A name. Um... He's not going to be. He's not in this one, but he will be in. in well, he will, he'll be in the sequel in 2018. So that's already slated. Oh, they
2: they put him. in? Okay, I didn't know that. I I just knew that. Renner was According to
0: that. some reports,
2: that would be nice because I would like to see those guys get together. I think that would be interesting, especially if they mm-hmm. were against There's each other two in the cross beginning. Paths. That might be kind of fun. Yeah.
0: Well, let's take a step back, too, because um, I know you guys saw Born Legacy, but, mm-hmm. but even, you know, you, you mentioned it, John. Um, he, Matt Damon was kind of unwilling to go on another one, mm-hmm. but he did say if Paul Greengrass came up right. with something. And ironically, he stated, like, you know, maybe in 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Ideas, I know. That's not great. It's 10 years. So uh, it kind of worked out that way. Um, and before we fully dive into this one, I want to talk about Born Legacy because mm-hmm. it's a nice tie-in between the, the original three and right. this one. What not with Aaron Cross? So, what, what, what did you guys like about that one and how it tied? I really
2: like the way they expanded uh, the program. What Treadstone, Blackbriar, Black, excuse me, Blackbriar, whatever you, uh, version it. of it uh, uh, they want to use. How it, uh, what, what they did in it, how they affected the guys, what they were trying to achieve, all uh, how they. I, mean, I thought that was fascinating stuff. I mean, the whole the idea that people are being viraled. Into having uh, to enhance their capabilities, et cetera. I thought that was fascinating and I thought they handled that well. I just really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, and also the same cops up, uh, you know, viraling off because yeah. programs were um, being shut down and whatnot. I, I like the fact that it was a different perspective, yeah. even though it was. From the same Treadstone, yeah. but how it affected other people other than Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. Because during the Jason Bourne films, the trilogy, we didn't really see him take any medication and whatnot. And then we, l- we learned about this pills. So it was like, oh, this is how they're so smart and mm-hmm. have all these yeah. skills that they acquired. Yeah, I
2: thought it was fascinating. And
1: I, I think it was a really good buildup of the backstory yeah. of just the program itself. It really it made us it understand it. why they are and how they do the things that mm-hmm. they do.
2: Mm-hmm. That was great,
0: yeah. And uh, in this one, Paul Greengrass uh, wrote it along with Christopher Rouse, who's also the editor of all yeah. things.
2: Yeah, which is he's uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, a, a story story too. A show, but yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and this was the first born movie, not with Tony Gilroy right. writing. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was interesting. And, um, yeah, and could you could you see that? Because it, I, I don't know that I could necessarily tell, but I,
2: one of the things that I appreciate about Tony's is that, for instance, I think Tony would have investigated the father angle a little bit longer. I think he would have, uh, you know, put more grist in that for there uh, and put that on the screen. I think he would have. I don't know that, uh, that be, that's true, but that would be my guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to say. I mean, um, I don't know exactly. Like, unlike Quentin Tarantino, I don't know necessarily what defines Tony Gilroy. Obviously, mm-hmm. I can only judge him on what ends up on screen. Right. Um, in those movies, so it, it's a tougher call to make than, uh, than most, but, uh, you know, it, it would have been interesting. I also did read uh, Cinema Sins, um, a very popular YouTube channel, apparently wrote an open letter to Paul Greengrass and Matthew <laughs> yeah, and about what they exactly. thought that the movie should be. <laughs> so if you ever want to check that out, yeah. it's kind of funny.
1: There are some hmm. passionate fans out there. Mm. Yeah,
0: yes, indeed. Um, but let's, let's, so let's dive into this one. Um, you know, I just kind of what, what did you guys think in terms of um, a blend of action and story overall? Uh, you know, the,
2: the trilogy, actually the four of them, I have. They've done a really good job of blending action and story and stuff like that. They've always been great at that. This one did for me. The balance was off. I thought we were, especially in the Greece uh, set piece. We were in Greece for God knows how so long. long. It felt like we, why it, it, we were twice as long as we needed to be, in mm-hmm. my uh, estimation. And I, I, in a, I, it didn't really propel anything for me. And I, I, I remember watching and going, why are we still here? What are they doing? Why is it taking so long to do this? Thing? It just drove me crazy.
0: Well, I, 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 there, I, I agree with you. If they literally cut out, like, two uh, turns, meaning, mm-hmm. like, and the, when they're yeah, being when chased they, the by, aerial, when yeah. the assets are chasing them in the car, right. if he cut out, like, two streets worth and then whatever, then you could have definitely
1: done that. Yeah, I I agree with that because I was telling John before we went live is that also I felt the pacing was off of this film because you had your good action scene at the beginning Mm -hmm. and then at the end and literally all the whole middle part of the movie is watching Jason Bourne walk from point A to point (laughs) B in each city. But every
2: one of the movies if you notice there was a lot of those shots but I do agree that there were too many.
1: But even in like uh, the the earlier movies We see him walking the streets and whatnot, but it's so calculated. He's like, I'm Mm going to move left at this time. I'm going to take out these three three people. There's always momentum Mm -hmm. and and kinetic energy while we're watching him. Mm -hmm. And then even when we're watching the sniper take out Team Mm -hmm. Alpha A and B, it just kept feeling like we're watching someone literally walk from one end of the room to the next. (laughs) I'm like, I I don't need to watch this in real time.
0: To me, that was fun because, I I don't know, I, I, I... I would have preferred they cut down grease maybe a little yeah, bit. And I, I love that stuff. And, and the fact that all he has, you know, his whole technique is head down. Head down, hat. And ever, mm-hmm. everyone's always technique. It's amazing. Um, yeah. And it, because it is sort of, it, you know, I, I also look at it from the perspective of whether the Asset or, uh, you know, uh, Tommy Lee, T- Tommy Lee's character of like, okay, well, he's right there. I know. But we exactly. can't get him. I know. Um, and
2: never in, in any one of these born movies, you know, Marie, they, they change hair color and all Born, never yep. changed his hair, never changed his hairstyle. He doesn't have a beard, doesn't have a mustache, not glasses, nothing, just only a hat. Although he did it's get amazing. ripped.
1: That's it. But he that? did
2: get ripped. He did get ripped. Well, yeah, 10 years of uh, you know uh, extreme fighting or mm-hmm. MMA or whatever is going to probably do that to you. I guess. Street fighting. <laughs> Street fighting,
0: exactly. Um, I did feel like. You know, he I, did look weathered. Didn't you like, though, the 10 years? I mean, it looked like that was yeah, a hard like, 10 years, man.
1: He definitely looked like he was, uh, you know, holding back and hiding out and being, mm-hmm. he had a living a more gruff yeah. lifestyle. Punishing
2: himself as yeah. well as others yeah. for, for his sins. I mean, it was, uh, I, I liked the, how they started him out. I mean, he looked warm. haunted, he looked messed up. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and he couldn't go back to the U.S. Like nope. He just he just had to stay off and the grid.
2: Just running, yeah
0: hmm all cash and transactions yeah
2: never staying in one same place twice Just,
0: mm-hmm. um what one of the things i like about born is that he is able to think really fast and and, and whatnot yeah. and, and we sort of got that but to me perhaps not as much as in the past ones um you know at the end when he when he foils um heather lee mm-hmm. that was a moment of like oh he is smart and he's yeah. he's capable but but right. the rest of it i felt like relied too much a little bit on action mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I can agree with that, especially this one. Um, uh, you know, in the other movies, yeah, he, the, actually, you can uh, you can see him thinking, and that's kind of Damon has a way of being able to uh, put that on screen. And, and for me, anyway, as I'm watching them, you can see him thinking, and that's kind of interesting. That's compelling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think you know the the earlier films. Uh, Jason Bourne always has a female companion with him. Usually, mm-hmm. that he's trying to Who calculate <laughs> for to to save the the woman and save himself at the mm-hmm. same time. He's he's right. playing like two different chess games. Yeah. And then this one, I felt like it was just himself, and we didn't really get that internal monologue, mon- or more so audio uh, external monologue when he's telling someone else like, "Oh, mm-hmm. walk this way for so long."
2: Yeah, that was great. Yeah, when he was doing that with Patty Considine and
1: yeah like he always had a female companion to actually yeah. explain yeah. to the audience Ajime. what his moves were
0: yeah and I think too like the, uh, one example so when they're in Greece I was thinking about it. remember he, how he takes the um, he takes the bottle and smashes it yeah. and that creates the fire yeah um, you know it would have been cool to it, it's just like he knew that was there mm-hmm. and maybe he does but I would have liked to see like even just a split second of like yeah, calculating, calculating. Yeah, no, what I, am I yeah, going to do this guy's got this boom toss it done yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so it would it would have been kind of cool to see visually to 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 see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean what I found interesting uh, he he says only uh 45 lines a total of 288 words. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think does, oh i guess maybe and I would, talk it's about interesting because
2: i would like to go back not that i'm going to do this but it would I, I'm, I wish somebody else would do it how many lines did he have in the other ones because a, as i'm watching this i was actually going wow he's really
0: not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah he keeps saying it ends tonight that's yeah, three yeah that exactly um, i think
1: it's, it's a lot more action that compensated yeah. for his mm-hmm. dialogue
0: well, Marissa, you, uh, you have Matt Damon's training regimen. Mm. Why don't you speak to that?
1: Yeah, um, I, I found this very interesting. His physical trainer, Jason Walsh, because uh, when Matt was filming this, he was in between like two to three other films. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the one about the, the Great Wall of China right. as well. And, uh, but during the training regimen and whatnot, his physical trainer, Jason Walsh and Matt, they would get up early in the morning and they would do like grueling running. And along the Great Wall, which is uh, in the Gobi Desert, and, you know, that's high altitude, really long pace for, like, six miles early in the morning. And so the breathing's off. And then other places, when they were in the Canary Islands, they would run in the mountains, which is, again, also high altitude. so And a high, like, 10-grade incline, which is, like, grueling, just physically grueling. So, like, breathing was difficult for them, plus physical. Physically, it was mm-hmm. just it hurts. So they, he definitely put his body through a lot of physical ex- exertion mm-hmm. during training, which I found fascinating. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, I, I agree. Uh, I thought, you know, and he, he it showed. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's having like um, uh, between him and, and Ben Affleck if they're having like a muscle <laughs> war God, or God, something.
2: Yeah. But yeah. yeah, and he's widely uh, been known to say that. Um, Getting in shape this time was very difficult. No, well, I should say much more difficult than you know fifteen years ago.
0: But even yeah. I, again, I don't remember him being that buff.
2: No, he would never really yeah. well, was. You know, but, again because he
0: used a little bit more brain than necessarily mm-hmm. just muscle. Yeah. And, and this one, yeah, mm-hmm. you just saw from the when he takes off his shirt, like, oh wow, He's thick,
1: and solid. Yeah. Yeah, and in the earlier films, he was a lot skinnier too. Yeah, so. yeah especially the definitely first time. packed on I mean, muscle.
2: Really looked young. I mean, when, when
0: yeah. they when they showed his file and there's yeah. young Matt David. You're going what? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, he's like a teenager. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Of the Hunting Days.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously.
0: Um, so absolutely. Um, far what a
2: cry from Courage on Fire when he made that <laughs> emaciated enemy. Anyway.
0: Um, indeed. Uh, the foil, obviously, this time around is Robert Dewey. Yes. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. What do we? But yeah, I, I thought he was fun to watch. Yeah. Grizzled, aged veteran.
1: I'm trying to remember what he did because he was only in about two scenes. <laughs> two scenes. Two scenes. Yeah. Oh did Yeah.
2: Really do- well,
1: I don't really remember it him was, doing. It was immemorable. me. It
0: was not memorable.
1: For I, I remember, he really, I, I remember he when Heather
0: <laughs> Lee. You know, she's pitching. Why don't we bring uh, Jason Bourne in? And you know, at that point, mm-hmm. um, at least I had figured out of like why he doesn't want that to happen. Yeah, and he's like sounds like a plan of <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: doing, it was
0: like you could clearly see the disdain of, yeah. of him just being uh-huh. like well, i just want this woman stop meddling
1: mm-hmm. uh, i remember being disappointed because i was like tim lee jones is such a great actor mm-hmm. and he, this character was so not memorable to me and not as I mean, if you're going to compare, like, this type of leadership role compared to Joan Allen's character in the first three, I think she was way more memorable and always constantly challenged him throughout these films. And I I don't feel like Dewey did that.
0: Well, I mean, part of it is uh, you have to kind of look at, to me, the the one flaw was the, 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 what is it, the dream, deep dream. No yeah. Right. Sure. Um and, and they were smart enough to like not actually go in detail about how deep dream yeah, has exactly, a platform yeah. worked because it would have been like what the hell is this lame thing. <laughs> yeah. um, so the, the less you can kind of go towards mm-hmm. that but just know that it's it's important. Um I did like the Can't idea of it. I did like the idea of it because obviously privacy and freedom is mm-hmm. just it's yeah, it's always constantly talked thing. about. Um but if that was a little bit more fleshed out, um I I think uh, Deep dream and tommy lee 's character could have been a little bit stronger,
2: yeah, I was wondering again it was like that for me where the balance was off is that they, we could have taken some time to explore those things and to give us what the heck was going on and um, how they were going to implement that or or something like that because it would have been interesting,
0: yeah, because obviously the whole proposed notion was that. Um, here's this free platform, deep. Yeah, things. everybody, get on it. And yeah. uh, and it it's basically, you know, in many ways, it becomes like a weird Skynet in the sense yeah. that it just monitors everybody and then yeah, it kills yeah. us all. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but you know, to your point, John, I, I wish because they they had that great talk at whatever it was, the coffee shop, and he's talking about like you know, you make my job to keep this place safe right. mm-hmm. extremely difficult, and it would have been great to see. A little bit more, although Tom, I think Tommy Lee might have had less dialogue than Jason yeah, Bourne too, because have, yeah. his phone calls—like he never even answered the phone call—they yeah. just told him, "Like, hey, uh, Bourne's out there, hang up," <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. Like, okay, yeah. I got the information I need. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, what what didn't work so well for you, Marissa?
1: For Dewey?
0: Yeah. What would have made a memorable?
1: I I think that if there was like actually scenes where because Dewey's job was to like track born and whatnot and that was like by the use of technology but i felt like if there was any physical interaction you know more so that like heightened the intensity that i think it would have been like oh this is a cat and mouse game and it didn't really feel like that Whereas Joan Allen's character always felt like, you know, she was constantly following every move. And she was so close to him so many times.
2: The other thing that was great about the Pam Landy character uh, is that they had every, not everybody, but it had a lot of other people out to get her or pin things on her, make mm-hmm. it her the befall person. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was good because then you knew that she was stuck in there in the middle too. So you, which I was missing for me with the Dewey thing. We didn't know until late, until the end of the movie. That the national uh, was security and whatever. who was that guy that um, Heather Lee was talking to in the truck? I can't remember his character Indeed. name, um, but that uh, they were hoping to move Dewey or or just get, usurp him or do whatever. Be- but we didn't learn that till later. It would have been nice to know that there was something else out there because obviously Dewey
0: didn't. Well, want- we we knew that the, you know uh, Heather was reading that article that confidence is low in the CIA, yeah. and it was like okay, why? Mm-hmm. But.
2: Yeah, but there, it just didn't have the same impact as the uh, Pamela Andy thing. Just cause. yeah, exactly. The, the, yeah. Anyway, the other thing that was odd for me that didn't work for me is like uh, Alicia Heather Lee was. She's what she wants to take over spot. You know, she. You know, I, is that what the deal was, or is it, did she just? Because she says at the end there, are, you know, there are plenty of bureaus that want what I have. And stuff, but it it almost made it look like she was trying to get get rid of Dewey so she could step into his shoes, right? And
1: I mean, Alicia Vikander, she's she's a great upcoming actress and whatnot, and definitely a more notable name than uh, my thing is for this type of character and role that she Mm -hmm. portrayed, I felt like her age might have been an issue. It was, I felt because she's young in her mid 20s, and I felt like a person in that type of position would be way more experienced and a bit older. Yeah, they were And like, I found it yeah. unbelievable that she'd be in that position to help take down these guys. Especially
2: when you had the Pam Landy thing. I mean, she's exactly. extremely capable, extremely. sharp, everything like that. And then you and you know
1: uh, Aged and experienced,
2: yeah,
0: and they, well, they try to play with that a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Millennials—they're my people. I can get them on board. And I'm just going, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I love I Alicia
1: Vikander, so. and like, I was rooting for her, but I didn't find it believable that that type of person would be in that position.
2: I didn't find it believable that they would say, okay, fine, you have full operation control. I mm-hmm. just went, oh, what? Are you kidding me? They, uh, that's like, a, she's going to run this operation exactly for? Because spe- you know who Bourne is. You know what he's capable of. Even Pam Landy couldn't uh, couldn't bring him in. So, and you're going to give it to her and that just seemed weird to me. It didn't seem...
0: Yeah, I mean... Was I, I, he I'd hoping...
2: Buy- would he do that on purpose because Dewey wanted her to fail because he needed... You know, obviously that's what he did.
0: I buy that <laughs> she was very tech-savvy and that was kind of her sure. jumping-off point. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with you guys that uh, perhaps she wasn't the right fit in that regard. But um, <coughs> in terms of for, for the... Heather Lee, the job for right. for running the CIA. Yeah, exactly. Kind of sort of yeah. But... but, but what was her motive? I mean, in some ways, w- when I first read the uh, the ending scene, when she says, you know, um, well, if he defaults, then you know we'll, we'll have to bring him down. Yeah. You know, in some some sense, like was she just saying that just to say that to him because that's the answer that he wanted to hear, but she doesn't really <laughs> so, mean it. Mm-hmm. It's or, the same thing
2: that yeah, I think I think that's it exactly. I think she wanted to keep her options open. Okay, well, Seriously. I, I want to do it this way because he's an asset and I can use him, but I'll let him know that if it doesn't work, I'll put him down. Mm-hmm. I think he, she was saying it just for him. And it's just, of course, bitter in the butt because <laughs> Jason <laughs> heard everything. Yeah, But, yeah, that's what I think.
0: So Yeah, but, yeah I mean, out of I, I liked her as a character. I just, um, you know, I, I didn't understand her.
2: I was okay. It was- I, did, I thought it was, she was okay as a character. But, again, it was another thing like, okay, we have to play her close to the vest because we can't let, know that she's got competing agendas here and she has an ultimate agenda uh, later on that we see. Well, that part's great. But, 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 but she well, played they, they, it like flat I was like
0: yeah she wasn't but the agenda okay so that that's the question though was it was it really to just get rid of him and, and get in that position or was it the fact that uh, she just really disagreed with the tactics and the and the program I, well that's that again that's
2: why I think it's out of balance I, I, <laughs> along with the father's th- issue I was going okay well what is the deal here that, but they gave her more uh, interesting things to play than they gave uh Damon. Hmm. You know, in terms of her, you know, competing alliances and things like that, and and, and keeping it close to the vest. But uh, I don't have any idea what she was trying to do. Did she like the Deep Dream thing? Did she, or she just wanted to get rid of? It? I don't exactly know what the, her motivation was, because it never became clear. And maybe that's what they're, what they want is they want it to be completely gray. You can never trust anybody. You don't know what their uh, uh, agenda is. But for me, it was kind of like, okay, whatever.
0: Wow. I mean, you have to kind of look at the, uh, the, the real-world impact of it, and you're like, oh, um, what are they saying about Snowden, and then ultimately we're in election year, so what does it say about uh, how we should trust our own government or not?
2: <laughs> well, yeah, and you shouldn't completely. I mean, <laughs> but because you know, one of the things they made clear is her ambition is everything. I mean, she in, in a sense, she, when she saw an opening to get somebody out of the way and her to move forward, that's what she did, so— which is, you know we want ambitious people. Uh, doing is that those why things. the chief
0: dream guy? Because they went to Stanford together. And, yeah, there was a the whole and the, yeah that <laughs> there was this competing thing there with
2: him and like okay you she... could t-
0: cut the tension in that room. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it,
2: w- none of that was ever made clear. And I thought if they had made those things clear, it would have been much more intrigued to this. We would you know would have had the depth that we were looking for. Uh, And it would have made the whole thing more, rather than convoluted, it wouldn't have made it convoluted, it would have made it just make it complex, which is good. Uh, I like, uh, you know, a complex, uh, intrigue, spy thing
0: with action. I do too. I like this. Okay, so, you know, because we kind of talked about the ending already, but, you know, when Bourne sees that she says this line and and whatnot, um, does does he take it? Has that she's a liar or, again, that to me is she's just saying what she needs to say at the time that she needs to say it to people she needs to say it to? Yeah, I think I think bad? it's
1: I think so. it's the latter because I think because of the position that she's in, she kind of has to say things to placate to people mm-hmm. and have them what to hear what they want. Also, it might have been in power play. But mm-hmm. the, with her character, I don't think she fully meant it. Now, she she can say but, it but not actually go through with it. But Therefore, if it, I don't think, I think she, she made... would
2: have gone through it if it if it was if it led to her advantage and yeah it get, got her again she would do it.
0: <laughs> but then in, so, okay so let's assume that you know she didn't mean it right. Mm-hmm. What, what was Jason Bourne looking for? Was he looking because is he looking for someone that can actually stand up to the, the establishment so that way change can happen? Because that's what she pitches him on. But the fact that she says you know mm-hmm. whether or not she means it, it's like mm-hmm. okay well you're just you're not that strong enough to actually enact change.
2: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I think, more than anything, he was just trying to say, I got your number, lady. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. I, I think it was the message that, yeah. like, I know how to reach you and I can track you down yeah. I had I not
2: What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I yeah, bet you do. There you go. It's just to say that you, you think you, you can, you know, pull me into this? Forget it. Not going to happen. Like, I'll reach if, you. If, if, ha- if, if I do this on my terms, not on yours. Yeah.
0: So... Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because again, it kind of what's nice about it. She says like uh, any agency would love to have me. Yeah, exactly. And then you know he basically Trumps her of like I'm more in demand than you are. Maybe <laughs> true. So, so yeah, yeah, I, I thought
2: the, the the casting of her was kind of strange. And you know then the, I didn't exactly know what accent she was playing. If it was supposed to be an American one or a mixed one, I don't know. I, don't know, it I think it might. Yeah, I think it might have been confusing and distracting.
1: Transferring of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki to a new woman to yeah, gain interest got, in and for her outsourced. character.
2: She got uh, She <laughs> got early retirement. Yes, well, let's poor talk Nikki. about
0: Nikki. Poor, poor Julia Stiles. Yeah. It's dies a
1: permanent work. retirement. Uh,
2: it, Hollywood's brutal. You gotta get the young one in there. And <laughs> How old is she? How old is Julia? <laughs> I mean, she, she's, she's not even she's 40. Yeah. yeah, she's, no,
1: she's in the 30s 35, now. Man.
2: whatever the hell she is, 33. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's yeah. That's not old at
2: all. I I, I personally didn't mind that I, I I knew if, if Nikki was going to show up, I go she's going to get killed. She's got to get killed yeah. you know that's almost the formula. You got to kill.
1: no yeah, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, wow, Nikki's still around. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been four movies and she's well, still here. Here's Good what for her. I
2: thought. I thought it was great that you know she was gonna you know out them and all that other stuff. That part was great. But uh, thing thing that was kind of odd to me is that she's not in disguise and she's back to being who she always was. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. You know, somebody who's been under the you know, I guess if you're uh, been on the good for that uh, uh, off the grid for that long, you think you can just go back to the way you always looked? I don't know. That seemed weird. Uh, and then
1: to be fair, they were in a different country as well. True, so. but
2: you know, I would think that you would just change your look and keep it changed, whatever. But whatever. doesn't matter. I saw
0: two power surger. Yeah. Like the, the fact that they took—don't like, you have any generators or anything yeah, like that? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, they didn't kick online. And the other thing that was strange is, okay, they've been looking for a Born or at least they, he's been out in you know the CA with all their technical abilities, can't find him. She just shows up in Greece and there he, She knows exactly where he is. It's like, how the hell does she know that?
1: Well, I think it's those like two the- those two, always had a connection. It's kind of like... Yeah, but,
2: I mean, I, they established that, you know, I don't think Bourne would tell her, okay, if you ever need me, here's where I'll be, or here's how you can get in touch with me, because he says, you know, off the grid, you know, none mm-hmm. of this, you know. It just seemed a little bit convenient that she just shows up in a place where how many people would know that that fight's going to happen then, there, and mm-hmm. he's going to be there. That seemed... Very convenient. Well, she right. also
0: traveled fast. Like uh, you know, the, the briefing happens like an hour I, after. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then you know, all right, she so she's on her way to here, mm-hmm. all on the way to Athens. Yeah. It's like Whoa, that's a fast plane train. You, you, she's got to have
2: tabs on him. I'm going. He's not going to leave tabs on him. Yeah. The whole point is that people can't find him. I thought that was
0: weird. Um, but I didn't have any problem with so like, getting killed. Find
1: yeah, find the informant. And find Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it sucked the way she went though. I was like, oh, oh poor what? girl,
0: because
1: <laughs> she was literally like writhing in yeah. pain, like
0: Man, when she hit the wall, Saving Private like,
1: Ryan oh, style. Like, yeah, oh definitely. no, poor girl, help her.
0: Well, here, Julia says that she has, uh, in terms of Nikki, she has nothing to lose at this point. She's been running for her life. She gets to be uh, quite tough. I'm really proud of that part of an action movie franchise that's so current and relevant and set in a world that we recognize. Mm. So, and she goes on to say, I have nothing to hide.
2: Yeah. I I some she still went helping she Jason Bourne. Yeah, she sacrificed herself to give him the the info. Yep, yeah.
1: helped him, but helps, she died. Some people,
2: are you? Is anybody bothered by? I didn't have any problem. I with know. Being I mean, thought it was you know that's in keeping with the franchise, and you know that's what they always do. They I mean, it was sad. I,
0: I would have like you know I because in, in in some sense, uh, obviously you know you kind of know that Jason Bourne is going to continue this mission mm-hmm. and, and do what she had wanted, but. You know they kind of uh, they 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 have fighting ideologies. Yeah. You know, especially initially. She's like, yeah. I don't believe that. Neither do you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. And I mean, I was very upset that Nikki died too because she lasted so long and always helped mm-hmm. him. But like, I like the fact that she went down still helping him, yeah. and she was still loyal, even mm-hmm. though they clashed on some certain points. But mm-hmm. like, she still helped him yeah. to her yeah. last yeah. moment.
2: I was fulfilled that, her character. Yeah, I, I did want to see Pam in it though.
1: Same here. I was trying
2: to figure out how they could have worked her in. Like I thought that would have in. been nice because I thought she was a great character. I
0: thought they did a good job.
1: Fantastic. Yeah, yeah
0: well, a uh, new character uh, that we did get was the asset. Yes. Vincent Cassell. Um, what, what did you guys think? I mean, very...
2: Well, he's... Uh, I I, lo- I. enjoy him. I like him in his movies. I mean...
0: He, he usually, likes playing the bad guy. Yeah,
2: usually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he does a good job. I mean,
0: he's... Um, it was, <laughs> he was just so good at... Um, just being so maniacal. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And the two-way, like, he's communicating with Heather. Yeah. And she's like, what's going on? Where's your tracker? Let him do his job!
1: <laughs> uh, See, I, I, like I don't that. think they needed backstory for his character. I mean, it's good that they tried mm-hmm. to establish something, but I didn't need a link between a sniper trying to take out his target... Mm-hmm but having a personal motivation behind it. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it, when he was killing team alpha a and B, I'm like, okay, why is he doing this? But mm-hmm. I don't think he needed a personal connection to Jason Bourne to take him out. Well, the personal
0: connection, I, I didn't quite understand it initially, but then at when it's, when it's the full reveal that it was him that took out the father and to your point, had we had a little bit more on the father's motive, then that could have taken on a bigger impact, but that it wasn't just that he was upset with Jason Bourne. It's, they have a whole
2: history. Yeah, no, it's I not know. just, okay, I have an asset trying to kill me, like, for instance, it's in the Supremacy or even mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, it's, oh, uh, you're trying to kill me. You killed my dad, so
0: I got some like, i yeah.
1: Not real okay. pissed. <laughs>
0: um, so I, I, I did like that aspect of it. I thought, I, I thought they did really well with that.
2: And so I, the question I had was, do you think that they killed his dad f- f- for the reason they said, because Tommy was saying that he was going to out them, or somebody said it was not Tommy, but uh, Dewey's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy's character, Dewey. Uh, did, they, did they kill his dad because they, he was going to spill the beans? Uh, or do you think they killed his dad to give him the motivation to join up? What do you think?
0: Hmm. Um, or
2: both? I mean,
1: it, it could Canadian. have been both. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we didn't get a lot of time with Jason Bourne's dad, to for us to realize right. if it was just a. You know just to kill the father just to kill. The i, I father. thought it
2: would have been interesting to know how much his father did actually uh create this program i mean how how much of it and when did he stop i think it would mm-hmm. have been interesting for born to know that because uh, i am my father's creation and not just in more ways than one yeah. let's put it that
0: way i think i think it's both and and mm-hmm. uh, you know it would have been interesting to see kind of we, we saw that he created and he had a pitch for this mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would be fun to see, like, if they created actual documents online for mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because in, in some ways you can look at it this way. Like, you know, someone who creates, like, a, a nuclear reactor, or, mm-hmm. you know, nuclear fission, and, and then, and then someone, let's say, like you, would be like, oh, great, we can make weapons out of it. And be like,
1: yeah. no, 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 I, no, no that's not great, I mean. that's not, expensive not energy. energy. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know? That, that would have been
2: fascinating. And, and the other thing was that, um you know they say that they had been watching him before they actually recruited him and it was on his dad's watch that it watched them so did, did did the dad ask them to watch his, mm-hmm. him or did somebody else do that did they have his, you know somebody else had his eye their eye on him, or whatever it was those things, those questions, because it all comes back to, you know, he always wanted to know who he was and how all this started, and and, and I, I don't think they really answered those, and I, not enough for me anyway. I thought they could have spent more time doing that.
1: Right, <laughs> I think it had they we spent more time with the father and built up his character if he was a bigger threat, mm-hmm. then could have led on for him to be like, oh, we have to take him out because he's going to ruin the program. Yeah. Or if he was just an innocent guy, mm-hmm. um, if he had more motivation as to the reason why they recruited mm-hmm. Jason.
2: I thought it was a great idea, though. That's what brought him back to, to to learn that and stuff. I thought that was terrific. I just wanted him to play it out further.
1: Or is he really dead? Yes. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it was a car explosion, but did we see it? Well, he saw him dead. Did we see him in the car actually getting exploded? <laughs>
0: who knows we'll find out in the mm. sixth one yeah <laughs> yeah um and by the way uh, Matt Damon Vincent Cancel it's fun they, they've been in Oceans Oceans 11 and 12 mm. yeah together oh. 12 and 13 12 and 13 thank you so um you know and in <laughs> Vegas that's right in 13 um what did you you know what did you guys think of Paul Greengrass directing again he didn't do the first one but he did no. two, you know, he do... two well I
2: really liked two and three so I was happy to see him direct that you know uh, uh, on other podcasts, I've talked about shaky cam and how, you know, sometimes it's great, sometimes it isn't. And every once in a while, you know, like in this one...
0: There you know his of- reason, though, right? No, go ahead. When he started, he didn't, he couldn't afford tripods. Right. So <laughs> yeah. he's just used it ever since. Yeah, exactly. I, but, the, you know, the, the,
2: the, sometimes it cracks me up because, you know, there are two people just standing talking. They're not moving. They're, and like can't. just going, like, trying to stand. It's like, do you have to be that shaky? I mean, even if I'm just holding it regularly, it's not going to... <laughs> do this and sometimes i find it comical because it doesn't really seem to be adding it to anything right it seems to be and just it's like, oh that's right i have to do shaky because that's what i'm known for it's like
1: no not really didn't go off i mean when it's
2: motivated it's kind of fun but sometimes it just is comical to me it just takes me out of the movie because i just i'm laughing going you you have to be that shaky
0: really well uh, i mean it, it, in some sense uh you know it makes it Slightly easier to edit because um, mm-hmm. you're always cutting on action. Yeah you, know, right?
2: yeah, you don't have to worry as much. Some you know. movement. Yeah, you just have to make sure that it matches in some fashion. Yeah,
0: I mean, the, 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 the most. I didn't mind it. I thought, I, I've, I've always liked this sort of style mm-hmm. in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, where the one point it did get weird for me was I was watching. Um, uh, remember he, uh, the, the Deep Dream guys delivering his speech? Right, and we're kind of looking up at him, and behind him is himself through right. what is a camera. Yeah, 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 and it just it just seemed like because we're shooting it this way. Yeah, I was like, wait, are they matching? It's kind of weird. <laughs> it, it was weird. It was. Weird. But I was like, oh, yeah, they they do match because assuming that the camera that's shooting the the, uh-huh. the projection is actually straight on, mm-hmm. but we're getting a it's cinema slightly. camera. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just odd. It was odd.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I felt the style was very much the same because mm-hmm. you watch this, you can immediately tell it's a Bourne film. And also, we mentioned it earlier, but the emotional beasts were also the same because there's action in the beginning, mm-hmm. you have the walking in the middle, and more action at the end. <laughs> but they're like, even when it comes down to the fight scene and mm-hmm. sniper scene like you had a fight scene in an apartment or yeah. some kind of hotel complex and whatnot yeah. and so we had that and we had a car vehicle motorbike chase yep. so you had that and then like there are things that happen in this film that happened in the previous films mm-hmm. and so yeah yeah, they, gave everybody they repeated enough of, a lot of yeah things. sure
2: i mean there's always a great chase sequence at the end i mean yeah
1: exactly so and this one,
2: was, and it was fun. I, I, you know, some people have called it over the top. Yeah, maybe, but it's Vegas. Of course, it's gonna be over the top. But I still, I, I, I was tense. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm surprised they let them film a
0: lot of that I, stuff. Yeah, I know. My god, it took it, what is it, five weeks or whatever? Yeah, five, five weeks to shoot and um, it's
2: practical. There's no. I don't think there's any CGI, is there?
0: Not really. 170 cars wrecked, and they let them wow. only shoot from midnight to 6 a.m. Yeah, geez. which oh, is I still why it took six weeks. But it's interesting because, you know, Vegas is most alive at night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but maybe everybody's in there because in, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah.
2: That's, it was surprising.
0: You know, I mean, I don't, I, I I'm just very surprised because if you're like the Aria, yeah. you're like, mm. this is how we're going out to the world, that there's terrorist attacks and <laughs> people being evacuated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people uh,
1: on the strip, you know. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I, I thought that that was a great little action
2: sequence. It was fun, and you know, I was critical of uh, Star Trek Beyond the way that was shot because there were, for me, it was, there were too many close-ups, especially in the action sequences. They didn't pull out enough to give you some context. I thought Green Grass usually it gives you that because, for instance, we talked about the chasing in per- um, Greece, where you got to see the overheads or you get to see the uh, screen where the blips are chasing each other. Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought some of the overheads they did were great. As, no. as that bike is running through the town, I thought those were great. And even in the action sequence at the end, when he, uh, when uh, Bourne oh. is fighting, uh, hand in hand. Hand, hand, you know, a lot of typical of uh, Bourne movies, they had great close-ups of this that you could really see their faces and the, all that pain and uh, agony on their faces. But they, every once in a while, they would cut out just to leave, give you Can enough you? of what was going on. And that, to me, was a better mix than I saw in Beyond. No.
1: Yeah, uh, I think the action scenes were so well done. And which you know they're known for it as well. Yeah. I mean, they got the best editing and um, sound mixing and all that. And so, and I think the action scenes definitely made it also feel like a Bourne film.
0: Yeah, and I go back. You know, he I, I he has that weird way, and I'm still trying to kind of learn it because he does, as you said, he uses a lot of close-ups. But mm-hmm. I can always tell what's going on. Yeah. Otherwise, I can't. And I, I remember uh, Captain Phillips, like that ending scene. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil it too much, but um, it. it there's so much tension with it, and, mm-hmm. and you know you're kind of close up, but but always uh, shaking, mm-hmm. and that may, you know it just drags, and mm-hmm. that's what's so great about it in mm-hmm. some sense. Um, and I did like at the end that they did have hand-to-hand combat with with the asset because yeah. obviously at that point it's all Jason Bourne has been preparing for,
2: and they're both wounded. That was nice too. I mean, both bleeding and everything, so yeah. they've both could been clipped, and
0: so that was nice. Yeah, he shoves the night the, there. The, not, but, like, the, the finger right in Bourne's out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and just hear porn scream. I'm like, <laughs> uh, That was, that yeah. was good.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a close call for him. I was like, ooh, could actually be taken out right now.
0: Um, and by the way, as we talked about Greece, uh, they did not actually shoot in Greece. No, yeah. The Canary Islands, not actual mm-hmm. Greece. Uh, they couldn't get full permission, and tax prevented that. Um. So there you have it. Um, let's talk about editing, right? So we've kinda we've kinda talked about it, but um, you know, Christopher Rouse, he's the he's the editor on this, and as mentioned earlier, interestingly enough, the writer. Right. right. So he knew exactly Yeah. There's a little bit more yeah. events, vested interest yeah. in some sense on this. Yeah.
2: Well, and also when you're writing, you're in, in some degrees you're editing because you're going, Oh great, I can go from this this scene to that scene, I, there's my match point and you know. I don't know if that's what he did, but that's that's what you think, think that he would do. Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, and part of it, like it's it's one of those things. Like if you know how to edit, um, you know, you can just cut that stuff out. And so, rather than waste money, number yes, one, exactly. Um, and two, in some sort of weird selfish way, I wonder if he was like, okay, why don't we just cut this? Because I know I'm going to have to edit it, but it's exactly. going to get cut out anyway. Yeah, exactly. So let's just not shoot it. Not yeah. have to edit it. Yeah, this is never going to make it. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so it would've been interesting. Yeah. To to see which portions of that you know I
2: actually like the editing except for you know I've already said that Crease was too long and there were a couple points in the middle where you know it felt like okay scenes need to move because I could this is the first time in in any of these movies where I could hear the uh, scoring and it was driving it and it was like he was trying to make the scene more interesting or you know uh, in, uh, you know uh, suspenseful and I'm going oh god and usually i d- wouldn't notice that because you wouldn't need it because the scene itself and i and i, I other than just cutting some out i don't know what
0: i did I don't, I don't know if you're talking about this scene but i did like um the basically i'm coming back from europe um and they kind of they they had a lot of parallel action between Dewey going to Vegas, yeah, and yeah, he yeah, heard doing yeah. that, him getting yeah. the passport and whatnot, and and that was a portion that we we saw we played out through all these things, but it was mm-hmm. very fast, mm-hmm. and they had that sort of uh, the, the music go, underneath jung,
2: jung, jung, we're coming together. Yeah, actually, before that, I, there was some of that. I said, yeah, you, you don't need all of that. They had, I think they were just trying to build suspense, but there was a portion in the middle where i was just going, I just started hearing the music going. Why are we doing that? And why is this not moving? I think it was more of those walking shots.
0: (laughs) Just walking.
1: Yeah. Well, you you already know my opinion on the walking Mm -hmm. shots. So...
0: I, I don't know. I like the walking
2: shots. I, I do, too. I just think there were, we had too many. And we I, fe-
1: I felt they lasted too long. I mm. mean, in the other films, we had a lot of walking yeah. shots and whatnot, but they were very fast-paced, constant momentum. This one is just like, oh, my God, he's at one and end like block said, to the other.
2: But what, what, what you said was, that, since you mentioned that, I do, and as I'm thinking back about the other movies, he's, yeah, he's making the walk, but you see him, he sees the site plan or whatever calculating and that that, what you were talking about where he sees something you can see him thinking formulating that plan that didn't happen in these walking seasons I think that's why it was kind of standing out for me yep
1: Mm.
0: yeah if nothing else it would have been interesting to see the other side again I, I talked about for me it was interesting when they're like born it's like 20 feet away and yet we you know you can't yeah. shoot him because it's just too high risk yeah and so if, if you're them of like well how do i get born mm-hmm. um, they even had a parallel scene with that
2: because you know when he was meeting the uh the uh, reporter uh yeah, patty constant i don't remember the character's name uh about black briar uh, i mean that's when in this one he's meeting the guy that uh, helped run or form treadstone Smug. yeah mm-hmm. and he creates that little Fire alarm. Fire alarm thing. I mean that's just almost exactly like uh the the train station.
0: Okay. Yeah. Very, very good. Um John Powell returns to, to to do the soundtrack of this. Um and uh I you know, I thought I thought he did good for this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I wish Dimitri was here for the soundtrack yeah, stuff because he's, he just his own, knows he, music. Yeah, like, nobody business. I'm
2: horrible at it. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh. Like, I hear the music, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But, uh-huh. I, you know, for me, going, there's very few soundtracks that I'll, like, actually listen to outside mm-hmm. of the movie and yeah. examine them. And, unfortunately, this is, this is a great soundtrack. I just don't think it's one that I would listen to.
1: Yeah. I always noticed it at the end, and especially at the when they were in Greece. There was a slow build-up of all the security cameras. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, we found Nikki. Now Jason Bourne has to be somewhere in Mm -hmm. the area. And there was that slow suspending Mm build-up of music before the action really hit. So that's when I probably noticed it. And then, of course, the end when Mm -hmm. they drive away and she finds out that he was watching her the whole time. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: It's cool the way that thing kicks in there, though. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. yeah, It's it's something like you expect now. Yeah. At the end of and the and they,
0: well they they jazzed it up. Mm-hmm. We were we were joking about it. Um it's got that uh it's got a little bit of punch to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but it's got a couple of yeah, zingers in there.
2: We're not musically literate. So <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. no. Zings, <laughs> is the Zings It's uh yeah, yeah. Thanks. Mezzo forte. Yeah. Um but it, but it does it, it just kind of it it uh, gets you in the mood. You're like, "Oh yeah, something mm-hmm. was accomplished." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. Does, and he still
1: walks away. Yep.
0: Well, that, that's the you know. That's that's the cool part about it. Yeah, yeah, like you know, I did something, Now I'm off. Yeah, you know? but I don't, I don't know if you
2: top ultimatum when he's jumping off the roof, he hits the water.
1: Yeah, I mean that's but a good he swims one. away. Yeah, in that one.
2: Yeah, Jason Boyd's body was never found. Ding,
0: ding. Well, th- this wasn't um, this wasn't the ending. But when he um, when he gets thrown off the roof with Smith and he's on that oh, water right. and yeah, 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 yeah. boom, he hits his head. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, that was quite. A, yeah,
2: that was an amazing feat. That was, again, that was reminiscent of when he's in—I can't remember what town it is—but when he's jumping over the roofs, is it Tangier? And he jumps across the alley and lands through the window of the. Yeah, uh, I um, think
1: that was the second that one.
2: Felt like the, that, oh, we went over the cliff again, and it was like yeah, yeah that was wild. One
1: Hit, building to the next.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So good.
2: He got beat up a lot. I mean, he got messed up.
0: You know, it's always good to see. You know, yeah. it kind of motivates you as a, as he's an audience aged. member of, like, okay, he's not uh, he's not invincible, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's too many movies now. Just mm-hmm. their characters are so invincible. It's yeah. like, okay, what are we watching? Yeah,
2: uh, yeah well, they in, walk
1: without a scratch.
2: Yeah, it's supremacy, I mean, he gets give me mean, his legs all messed up. He's walking with the lamp. He's shot. I mean, it's, I yeah, mean, no, he's beat up like crazy in that one.
1: I mean, like uh, Die Hard, he always gets beat up in that <laughs> film. I mean. John, John Wayne is like, he, he goes through so much shit, mm-hmm. but like he, and he gets beat up, but he, you can believe that he got beat up and like, I, I'm glad that Jason went through yeah, because but, you know, even his uh, fight scene, I was like, oh my God, he could actually die right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about the music before we move on to promotion? Yeah. Um, uh, so this is the first born movie not to feature like the born blank, mm-hmm. although it was rumored that it was supposed to be the born betrayal. Um, yeah. I'm glad it's not. I, yeah, I like that's the, not.
2: A, I don't think that's a eh.
0: born betrayal. Yeah. And that. Yeah. I, you know, and I like. I just, yeah, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, and for for not having seen Matt Damon in that role for for a mm-hmm. bit, you know, I think it's to me. I don't know. It is a great title to just pick. Mm-hmm. It says what it is, you know. Um, and I, I remember getting excited for this movie. I think I think they overall marketed well. I don't think like they did anything out of the box like we've mm-hmm. talked about on some other movies. But um, but it just goes well, to show I, the I strength I, of the franchise.
2: Exactly. And I, I also like the the marketing on the, the the pictures and the graphics they're using. I mean, it's very. I mean, like, I, like you mean Shadow. I mean, it's terrific. It's just his name. It's just his face. That's it. What else do you need?
1: Yeah, and you know, into that. Um, actually, during the whole promotion, something that I found interesting that the the HBO girls. Executive producer Tammy yeah. Sager, um, she posted something on Instagram saying, hey, New Yorkers, what if we do some peeling and get rid of the guns in the Jason Bourne subway ads? Because, you know, guns always mm-hmm. promote violence and whatnot. And Lena Dunham, also part of the girls, she commented, you know, good idea. Let's go. So and I think that also helped with the promotion. and. <laughs> Uh, Matt Damon said it was actually a really good idea to just strip away the guns mm-hmm. So because the film's not promoting violence, even though there's violence in it, it's not about violence, mm-hmm. especially in today's day and age with all this terrorism, unfortunately, going on and on gun control issues. I think it's good that they took that away.
2: I but actually missed those posters. I didn't see one with guns. Card.
0: I didn't see those posters either. And also Jason Bourne, to me, is not a, a gun kind it's of not, guy.
2: Yeah, it's not. Yeah.
0: He's just—he's he, a smart agent. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know who, and yeah, he's violent, but uh, but he—it's—it's it's also smart. When he's able to read people and mm-hmm. dismantle them in the most efficient way possible. Um, you know, and people projected this at, to make uh, between fifty and sixty million. Almost made sixty million opening weekend. It came in at fifty-nine million. Mm-hmm. So obviously, people are still hungry for this. Yeah, yeah. looking forward to it. You know, worldwide 127 against the uh, $120 million budget, so not too shabby. I think shabby. Be okay. Yeah. I think we're going to get a, a sixth. Yeah. Probably. Although I keep trying to call it the fifth because... <laughs> you didn't see the fourth. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I, Rotten Tomatoes is the only one that has it at a lower... Uh, well, Metacritic range. does too. 57. I mean, yeah. I, people, mm-hmm. people... Metacritic are... has it at 50. Do you think that, I mean that's? That seems a, low to me. I, it seems I,
2: I low. wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's not what I would score it at. But but also, what is it? The, uh, the, cinema score gives it an A minus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's a good score. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think critics uh, aren't. That well, it's mixed with critics. What would you score it if, out of a hundred?
0: Sixty five.
1: Yeah, I would put it somewhere in the sixties.
2: I'd probably give it a more of a 75. But I think it's just because I really like the character and I like that world. I like those kinds of films. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably why. It's not that, you know... Again, it's not it's my least favorite Bond, but I still... I liked it. I just didn't love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and as I said, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, as of now... It's supposed to be slated for 2018, the sequel, and a crossover between Jason Bourne and Aaron Cross. That
2: is exciting to me. I think that'll be, I really hope that they're against each other in the beginning, because it would be nice to mm-hmm. see these guys go head-to-head, and then they can join forces,
0: and yeah. then would,
2: wouldn't that be cool?
1: It's going to be so badass. It'll yeah. be
0: like Martha all over again? <laughs> be
1: like Wait, what? Wait,
0: your mom's Martha, too?
1: <laughs> oh, good lord.
0: You guys know what I'm talking about if you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. BBS. Well, oh, okay. I wasn't gonna spoil it. But. Okay.
1: Um, too bad I did.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it would just be funny to see mm-hmm. what connection brings them together. Yeah. Um, all right. Any final thoughts about this movie? Well,
2: I don't. I'm wondering if they even know of each other. Do you think? Well, obviously, um, Aaron Cross knows of uh, Born, Born, but Born. I don't know. Does Born know of? Aaron Cross, I don't know. maybe not. I don't
1: think so. But so. the thing is, Jason Bourne, because he has his hands on the files and whatnot, he can yeah. look up agents who were also part of the program, so mm-hmm. he could find out about.
0: Does he have access Cross. to did, all that stuff? She, was destroyed? Yeah, didn't she destroy them? Or th-
1: yeah, he he did, but I think he has the skills that he could get that back. Oh.
0: Yeah. I mean, but assuming that he wants to do that, so yeah. We'll see. yeah, I don't know. I don't you know. know what drives Jason Bourne. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, always an interesting character. I, yeah. I really love this franchise. I, th- I think it's fantastic, and uh, people still like it. So yeah, They do, but do, do you think that they
2: did this franchise a disservice? By like some people have said they shouldn't have come back for the fourth in the Damon and I
1: don't think they did the disservice because mm-hmm. it brought back a character that people obviously loved for mm-hmm. three films, and it opened, whether this you know bridge wasn't the greatest, but it opened the door to more better films
0: here's what i would say like it's they're not doing it like the fact that matt damon went on record and said like listen i don't want to do another born unless mm-hmm. it, it's with green grass and and it makes sense we did the journey and it's done with but if, yeah. if something finds a way then we'll do it yeah and so they're not just doing it for the sake of doing it uh there is passion behind it like, yeah, that's true because if they mm-hmm. were going
2: to do it just for the money they probably would have done it earlier yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: you know I think- and you know Damon, he's one of the producers on this as yeah. well, and so yeah, I, I do think that you know he takes pride in that. You know he could be doing so many other things, yeah. and um, yeah, it's a, it's a hot property, but they want to do its service, mm-hmm. so um, I don't I don't fault them for that.
2: I don't. either. I think they're. I again, I like the franchise. I'm glad they did the this installment because it keeps going, and I think uh, it for me it does set up something with Aaron Cross because. Uh, we see, uh, you know, Bourne now is so disillusioned that he wasn't before, but he knows that there's nobody there. There's Pam Landy's got, there's nobody there for me who can help with anything. So that could be an interesting uh, uh, ho- obstacle to overcome when the
0: cross gets there.
1: Yeah, I think it set up something bigger in the future that we mm-hmm. can all look forward to.
0: So there's always something bigger down the line. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and that's why that's why the end music always works because it's like okay, you know, we're 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 done. With this, this chapter's one. over, but there's yeah. more going on. And it's they like oh, gotta get there. Uh, and waiting is the toughest battle. Uh, thank you guys for joining seconds. us. As mentioned, you can two da- years. We gotta be
2: two, year? two years.
1: Two years. Well, at least we don't and have it's to wait better than Ten years. Uh,
0: you can download our rundown in the description, so that way you can kind of get more of the supplementary stuff that we didn't quite all, all, all talk about um, in the meantime thank you guys for joining us we'll be doing Bad Moms uh, Suicide Squad Sausage Party Nerve in the coming weeks and in the past we've done quite a bit of these uh, we've never covered this is our first time covering a born movie yep um, but obviously uh, come 2018 we'll be talking about new the new one yep. um, we've talked a lot of Matt Damon and Jeremy Renner movies, really, so you d- yeah. definitely can check out past anatomies of that if you're interested uh, we did Captain Phillips mm-hmm. so definitely check that out if, if you like Paul Greengrass um, and uh, Alicia Vikander if you're a fan of hers we did uh, Ex Machina, Ex Machina. We, did we did Man from Uncle and we yeah. also did uh, the Danish Girl, Girl.
1: Yeah. yeah Danish Girl
0: um, so definitely if that's of interest check those out um, in the meantime At Serafini TV.
1: That's right.
0: Hashtag John Comerford. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And uh, thank you, that Zach Wilson, for being in the booth on this one. Um, For those of you who are out of fans, uh, sometimes he joins us today. He did not see the movie, so he didn't, but uh, I want to give a shout-out to him nonetheless. Check him out on uh, Sci-Fi Weekly if you're a Sci-Fi fan. Um, And also for Suicide Squad, we're going to have Roxy Stryer from DC Movie News joining us. On, so man. that's uh, if, if you're a fan of Roxy, there come you join us. <laughs> Only reason to join us for Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next time on another Anatomy of a Movie. Bye.
1: From producers.